Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Adult Puzzle Podcast. And I'm Malami Day, your host. Hey, hi guys. Hi, Lami Day. What's up? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How you feeling? What's the mood like in Cali today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm hanging in there. It's been a long What's... week. Hmm. I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, I guess that's actually a very good way to start because today we're going to be talking about stress and stress levels, ways we manage stress, how we deal with stress, how we process stress, what stress is to us, how we get stressed, what are our triggers, and everything stress-related, to be honest. So basically, just prepare myself to be more stressed, right? Basically. (laughs) We're talking stress, and funny enough, I think as a Nigerian, I wake Mm -hmm. up stressed. Ooh, you're right. When I was in Nigeria, Mm -hmm. stress was, like, normal. Mm -hmm. And not, not, obviously, there's different types of stress, but stress meaning, like, you're stressed out about, okay, how long am I going to have lights for to charge my phone? Mm-hmm. I'm happy to remember things about, <laughs> yeah, those are good yeah, examples. Go on, exactly. go on. Exactly. Like, okay, there's light now. I don't know if it's happened to you, but in my house, every time we have lights and you want to, like, take a shower, it takes mm-hmm. a while for the heater to kick in. Exactly, so you kind of yeah. have to time it on <laughs> when am I going to have a hot shower when am I not so things like that are actually just you don't know how impressed of- I am of you right now that you Stop can still remember. it's only been like 10 years it hasn't been that only? long <laughs> only okay um back to stress I just want to say I'm really happy that you understand where I'm coming from yes mm-hmm. and the reason why I say I wake up stressed in Nigeria is because partly you know all the right things you mentioned yeah it's not going to be light today Am I going to like have space to think because the probability of noise pollution, either it's a band passing my street, <laughs> rally for a church vigil that's coming soon <laughs> or something. Am I going to get like the, am I going to be on the end? Am I going to be on the receiving end of another person's bad day? Right. You know, because everybody's waking up angry, you know? Is someone going to bash my car? And for our <laughs> listeners, when they say someone bashes your car, it means is someone going to run into your car? And you know how here it's like insurance, oh, fake, fake a break, fake a broken leg or fake a broken nose. Nobody cares there. Mm-hmm. If you like to die, I mean, don't die, but like worse things can happen to you than a broken leg and nobody will give a shit they'll just literally drive on you know if the person is a bad person but my point is there's so many things that could happen to you that day and you're already worried about that you really wake up feeling oh this is a good day and this is yeah and i'm guessing this is where your coping mechanisms kick in we're going to talk about that later on but like this is where how you handle stress and your coping mechanisms and what you feel what you feed yourself with or what you feed your thoughts with daily matters because 
yeah that's how that's how i yeah. wake up stressed so would you say that. that like in nigeria the baseline mm-hmm. for stress is already higher than in i would say the western world oh yes because for imagine for a lot of we nigerians who you know i'm here now but like when yeah. i was in nigeria like for a lot of we nigerians we don't understand when the western world says they're stressed if you get what i mean like <laughs> yeah. kind of, it's like stressed about what like in fact it's an inside joke among nigerians yeah. and africans that you know <laughs> i look you the same thing at work <laughs> you know it's because y'all don't have anything to worry yeah, about yeah, that, you people have time for, <laughs> that you have time for all these things you know there are just some things yeah. that western people do and they feel like they are championing you know stuff and they're mm-hmm. like ah if you were hungry and you didn't have food to eat today you would tell me where you get the energy to like you know do some certain things and yeah yeah it's, it's just a diff again well said the baseline or the threshold the tolerance mm-hmm. level is just different Ooh, like yeah tolerance level a, for sure it's on a different yeah. level like yo do you know you. okay yeah. go, ahead. go ahead yeah go ahead you go I ahead was, <laughs> i was gonna say because obviously i think now like we've been generalizing but even within nigeria right we know you agree that Nigeria versus here baseline for stress is is higher in Nigeria uh-huh. versus here. However, yeah, within like each individual within each family scenario, there's certain things that would add on to the baseline, right? So now let's talk right. about those add-ons. Like how do you know when like okay, today <laughs> there's extra things that are just against me that's stressing me out. How how do you know when that's happening to you? Oh, good question. Um, I would say, let me, let me start off by saying, if, for instance, I'm heading to work mm-hmm. and let's say for a very weird reason, I wasn't able to press my uh, clothes the night before and there's no light that day, mm-hmm. I know I know I'm gearing up for a... For a for for a day let me put it like that let's assume i had plugged in my phone to charge and i wake up and i see that i'm on like 50 percent or whatever i know that day is already one is going one kind <laughs> let's assume i hit the road and there's traffic a trailer fell or something and you know it's go slow whatever i know that day is <laughs> gearing up let's now assume i make it to work and for one reason you know or the other they tell you that oh by the way lab day you're going to be handling this project someone called in sick and you'll be stepping in for i know that so it's a pylon right for me Mm -hmm. the the general summary for that would be I don't like the unexpected, really. I don't like to be surprised. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be surprised with stuff. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm used to a routine, I like that routine. I like to be surprised in terms of, like, gifts. And, you know, if you're sending me on holiday, I love that, you guys. Yeah. I love good surprises and stuff like that, you know. 
if I had a girlfriend and she wanted to show me a good time, I like stuff like that. Guys, like, so Lavender's on the market. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I I don't like surprises with mm-hmm. like life stuff, you know, work yeah. stuff. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it. I like to be well prepared, you know, because... Yeah. It, do, it doesn't help my stress levels, simply put. <laughs> I, yeah. I worry easily. It's not a good thing. So mm. surprises do not help. Yeah, I worry easily. I, I like things being perfect. I like things going well. So when, you know, life or someone's incompetency springs up, results in a surprise for me, like being added onto a project last minute or being, I know the funny thing that happens every day so it shouldn't be a surprise but like mm-hmm. the mere fact that it's happening is not helping my stress levels basically mm. so surprises are yeah. a huge a huge plus to why i get stressed on the daily or how i know i'm stressed yeah uh, yeah That's, yeah sometimes family too just mm-hmm. thinking of where you know just thinking of because I think a lot, so I'm a thinker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just disparities between, you know, maybe it could be anything really, you know, family is a unique um, concept. And, you know, yeah. a lot could be going on at a certain point in time. And that the mere thought of, like, family sometimes stresses me out, you know. And I'm not even raising one yet, you know. And that is really stressing. Imagine when... I start my own, um, oh, God. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're definitely, like, a thinker. Like I am. Yeah. I don't know if it's a good thing, you know, but, well. I don't think it's good or, I don't think it's, like, I don't want to say it's not good. I don't think it's good or bad. Like, there's nothing, how do I explain it? It's it's who you are, right? There's no right right or wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's interesting because, so, for me, I would say, you know how you said you don't like the element of surprises in your day and you're kind of a, mm-hmm. um, you like your habits and things yeah. like that. For me, I actually don't mind surprises. I love to problem solve. So when things are thrown at me, there's like an excitement that comes to me, just like problem solving and getting things done. Like I literally mm-hmm. get, and I think that's why sometimes I might, I might go into the realm of like workaholic because I generally just like to like, problem solve and get things done for Mm -hmm. me what stresses me out or like the added level of stress just like like i said there's the baseline things right added level it's two very unique things that i don't think happens to everyone the first one is sleep so if i know i sound like a freaking (laughs) cinderella princess right now the reason why i'm laughing is because it's true no literally know when you have not slept Literally, like if I do not sleep, and this is not a joke, guys. I have a sleep tracker and everything that tracks how much sleep I've gotten, not even just the length, but like mm-hmm. the realms I go into. Like, did I go into deep sleep? Did I go into like all of that? Track all of that because it really affects my day to day. So, I need to have seven hours at the least of sleep and max eight hours. So, if I sleep too much, it's going to affect like I'm going to feel a little bit sluggish when I wake up because I felt like I overslept and then if I sleep 
too less, that that's worse. Obviously, if I sleep too much, there's quick bouncing back. So sleep for me. And then the second one is like my diet. And the mm-hmm. diet one is not even like, oh, I, I can't eat this or this. They're just, I have very, very sensitive stomach. So there's certain foods that once I eat, it makes me feel sick. So I'm lactose intolerant and like, it's pretty bad. There are the things mm-hmm. that have like certain food sensitivities and allergies. So like whenever I eat them, I feel like bloated. I, I feel a certain type of way and it just affects like how I move throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And because that affects like how I feel, mm-hmm. I cannot get the things that I need to get done, done. I'm moving mm-hmm. at a much slower pace and ultimately affects my mental health. So those are the two like big things that stress me out. And it's crazy because there are certain factors that affect my sleep. So for example, if I have a super long day at work or if I'm super, super busy, as much as the work itself is like exciting me and, you know, keeping me agile and active, if it starts to affect my sleep, then I'm going on a downhill spiral because my body's not rested. Mentally, I'm not like there anymore. Physically, I don't feel myself. And then if I'm not sleeping well, I'm not feeling rested. Then it's just like a cycle. And then the food thing is usually like whenever I I just say, okay, fuck it. I'm going to eat whatever I want. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah. So those are the ones that stress me out. Um, but even oh, with are you all part of, of those people that listen to Matthew McConaughey before they sleep? What is that? <laughs> what is that? He 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 is the voice of a really popular app. I I think Calm. Yeah, I think he he's oh, the voice yeah. behind Calm. I tried. Calm and you hear his voice is like, listen to my voice. Okay, that would scare the shit out of me because I'm also scared of like just the random. Yo, Lamade, have you ever had like um sleep night terrors? Well, I've got nightmares, but is that the same as night terrors? Um, explain what like a night explain I, night terrors to me, so maybe I I won't know, but I, I do have nightmares. Is it called night terrors? Um, what I'm talking about is when you you're sleeping, mm-hmm. and then you wake up. It seems like you're you're awake. So your brain is conscious, but your body is not conscious. You're finding it hard to to move. Oh, I've had that shit. A lot of times I can see something like, (laughs) yo, that shit used to happen. In Nigeria, they would say we just pressing you. (laughs) Oh God, Nigeria. I love that country. If I told if I told my mom that I had something like a nightmare or something where I couldn't move, but my brain was conscious, she would be like, "We're going to MFM camp oh the next gosh, day." Oh my gosh! Yes. You tell yes. me, ah, I those are witches, deliverance. They are pressing you in your dream, yo. Oh my god! Yeah, I've had that. I've had that definitely, definitely. Yeah, but I, I used and I to wake have. Up, mm-hmm, go ahead. You used to have what? I used to have that all the time when I was younger, which is why, like, as I've grown up, the -hmm. way to counteract that when I was younger was having the lights on. Because whenever, if my, whenever my brain would get conscious, but my body wasn't, if there was light there, I would automatically just wake up. Mm -hmm. So now I don't get them anymore, but I I need some type of nightlight in my, in my bed. But say what you were saying, sorry. Yeah, I, w- I was just going to say, and before I even say what I want to say, sleep towers are episodes of screaming, intense fear, and flailing while still asleep, also known as night terrors. Sleep terrors 
often are paired with sleepwalking, like sleepwalking, sleep terrors are considered a parasomnia. Mm, interesting word. Parasomnia means an undesired occurrence during sleep. Interesting. I don't think that's what I'm talking about. I think what I'm talking about might be sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Yes, yeah, I think that's what definitely I'm what you about. told me, Sha. I, I yes. definitely felt okay. that. It's actually sleep paralysis because I'm looking at it right now. Sleep paralysis is a feeling of being conscious but not being able to move. That is the shit. Literally, it says it occurs when a person is between the stages of wakefulness and sleep. During this transition, you may be unable to move, speak for a few seconds. It literally feels like hours. It feels like the demon himself has come to take my body. <laughs> nah, I used to hate that shit. And it scares me so much. Uh, there was day. one time I had it. Uh, mm-hmm. You said the word scared. Like, I was legit scared. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Am I literally paralyzed right now? I wanted to, and I'm making noises like the fuck, and I think I'm making loud noises. Yeah, I'm actually not saying shit. Like mm-hmm. nothing, everything is happening inside of my head. I'm like, G- I say Jesus like ten thousand times in two seconds. I'm like Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hey. I'm pleading the blood of Jesus every now and then. I'm praying. I'm saying, God help me. Because I legit am scared. Yeah. I believe it or not. Even part of my mom's concerns too, I may be factored into that. Could it be a spiritual attack? Because Okay. I mean, okay. Well, y'all, I might be sad. <laughs> she said, I, okay, like, let you me know, slow your roll. That's the realm <laughs> we're not trying to get into. People are going to scary true. movies. True, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get deep into that kind of shit, but my point is, like, I'm just trying to assess everything. Like, yeah. everything is on the up, is on the table for me. Mm-hmm. Because at that point in time, I legit, I'm scared, you know? So, but yeah, I definitely have had that before. And I think all in all, what I'm trying to say is stress, you know, and lack of sleep definitely linked together. Yeah. I agree with you, Gordy, one thousand percent. Yeah, like if I had to walk through it, like how do I get to sleep to to stress? Mm-hmm. It's being like overly overwhelmed. The being overwhelmed itself is not what is stressing me out because I'm probably mm-hmm. having fun while doing mm-hmm. whatever I'm doing. But then mm-hmm. that in itself puts my brain in overdrive and I'm not able to sleep. And then sleep causes me to be stressed. Or it might just be like, cause the thing is if I'm not overwhelmed, I could just catch up on sleep whenever. Right. But it's not having the time for sleep that causes me to be stressed. Um, and then I think I said the other one food, if I'm not eating well, Mm-hmm. That can like, but the, the food one doesn't even stress me out the way sleep does. Because with food, okay, I eat bad for today, tomorrow, I'm not eating bad again. My body like adjusts, it it balances itself out pretty well. But with sleep, it takes me a while to get back into a rhythm where I'm like, okay, because like I said, sleep already is, is hard for me. Um, Honestly, I just thought about this and I don't know if any female that's listening to this has this, but entering my period... <laughs> stresses me the fuck out <laughs> i'm just like oh jesus we really have to do this again uh, i'm not a female 
I've been on the receiving end of the it stretches me out. Like, and I feel like it gets it's gotten worse in my twenties. Uh-huh. Um, so now I have like the worst cramps, longest periods that I've ever had in my life, and I'm just like, when is this shit gonna stop? And what what's crazy for me is I so I, I have like my tracker and everything, mm-hmm. but as much as I try my best to be prepared, like I tell myself, okay, this month, you're going to make sure you're rested. You're going to make sure you have water. You're going to make sure you have all your pills. Two days before my body is just like psych. <laughs> I'm having all the PMS, like everything. And then just like entering into it. Ugh, it stresses me out. Oh my so. God. Hearing you talk about that leads me to, so I'm about to tell you the things that typically stress me out. Mm-hmm. And I want you to do the same for me after. So mm-hmm. I know generally, like, maybe lack of sleep and stuff like that. Yeah. But I want you to tell me, like, like daily random things that just typically stress you out. Mm-hmm. And I'll go first. Okay. Debit a lot. Ah. <laughs> ah. 50%. <laughs> Of the emails that are unread, fifty percent of my unread emails are debit alerts. Because when I see them, I legit panic. Like I'm like, why? <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. And that's a fact. Fifty percent mm-hmm. of my unread emails are debit alerts, so that stresses me out a whole lot. Um, what else? Bills. So I'm guessing that goes, you know, hand in hand. I hate bills. Uh what else stresses me out? Uh, it has something to do with being embarrassed in public. So naturally, I'm a, I prefer to be in a room and not be like front and center. Mm. I, I like, it's not like I don't like be in front of a camera but i want to be prepared like i want to mm-hmm. look good i want to mm-hmm. be you know at my best and stuff but just being the center of attention when i did not plan for it i hate it all right that, that stresses my brain out like it gives me increases my stress levels like i'm panicking stuff like that so yeah that also stresses me out um what else stresses me out uh maybe that maybe maybe those three maybe those three off the top of my debit alert is major you know bills and unnecessary spotlight attention stuff like that yeah i think yeah what stresses you out i feel like that that's very if i had to guess those would be yours except for yeah yeah i feel like that I, if I had to guess, those would be yours for you. Yeah. For me, yeah. Um, I think the first one, I've kind of alluded to this, is food. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, I'm actually not a foodie. I'm just a very picky eater. So You're let me not? explain. No, I'm not. I'm not a foodie, yeah. meaning that, like, I like mm-hmm. food. Don't get me wrong. I like food. Exactly. But I'm, so you foodie. Okay, yes. Don't but deny I'm... us in public now. Like, <laughs> no, no, I, I okay, because the way I like You're giving me, okay. you don't want to be associated with us in public vibes. Don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like good food, but what mm-hmm. I mean by uh, I'm not a foodie is, you know how, like, there are people that just eat everything and they don't, like, that's, uh, that's it? 
that's I not mean, me because my stomach uh, would be me, like yeah. sis mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and the way my stomach goes downhill it's not just stomach pain <laughs> it's like cramps <laughs> I've been to the hospital how many times did you get this year and I don't know if you remember this is this is diverting but I'll go back to the, to the story there was one time my girls and I we got carried away we had this like amazing game night we were drinking we had food the next day the way I couldn't stand up like it mm. felt like there was a burning sensation in my stomach I had to it was okay. a whole thing but okay, wow. going back to my answer, food, and not even because like I'm always trying to plan out my food or something. No, I just, if I'm going somewhere and I know mm-hmm. that they might not have options for me, that stresses me out. So usually a lot of times if like something comes up around my day, so you know how that like last minute thing mm-hmm. if something comes up, it, it doesn't really bug me, but if it comes up and I know that, okay, wait a minute. I'm not going to have access to like the specific type of milk that I drink with my coffee mm-hmm. or I'm not going to have access to my night tea because I drink a specific mm-hmm. type of tea at night, which helps like soothe my stomach. Guys, I'm sounding like this. <laughs> 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 I'm just being if honest. If you don't know by now, Lord is bougie, but carry No, no, on. no. This is just so that I can live <laughs> my life without stress. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You need a certain level of comfort to be able to function. Yes, exactly. And it's not a bad thing. So, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. food, definitely, like, just being the specifics of, of what I Oh, sorry eat. to cut you off. Yeah. By the way, well, it also works very hard to be able to afford the different types of milk that she needs to function. So, for all you creeps out there that say, eh, she works hard for her money. And so, she Thank can you. make Thank those kind you. of decisions. But exactly. if all you can afford is whole milk, my brother, get your whole milk. If all you can afford is Dano, peak milk, stick to it. You don't have to do too much. Don't be like that. That needs almond milk, no, but coconut milk, is, soy milk, you know. so My latest one me. is like flax milk and macadamia nut milk it's still flax milk what the hell is going on flax milk with like a smoothie it just hits but milk is milk (laughs) no 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 lamide it's not and there's different types of milk for different types of things like i don't drink my coffee with my flax milk because it has like a nutty taste that i don't like so coffee is like oat milk um almond milk maybe cashew milk Oh, oh dear. Go on. Go on. I'm listening. <laughs> um, okay, so food this is, is very interesting. <laughs> food is one that definitely I know this, but I want you guys to like enjoy this conversation. So yeah. The big other deal. big thing that stresses me out and this one eh uh, this type of stress, at least with the food, I know how to control it myself. Mm-hmm. This one I feel like I always need to reach out and it, it it pulls my brain car talk to me car stuff anything car related let me let me tell you what happened to me yesterday I don't think I told you this I was going for my doctor's appointment and so my car is automatic right but you know how even Mm. when you put your car in drive you can still like shift gears so my car has this thing where you can shift the thing to like one or two or three Mm, mm, mm. I know what that is, but 
I, like I did not know what it was when I was driving. Like mm-hmm. my car was making some sound and I literally Noises. thought my car was about to blow up. Like I was freaking out. <laughs> Wait, I was stressing in that car yesterday. Oh my god. You had put it on two or something, the wrong one, I think. I had put it because usually it just goes to drive, but I did something and it was on mm. it was on one. And I remember seeing my dashboard, like, huh. There's a one here that's not normal. But in my head, I was like, mm, Pearl's doing her shit. My car's name is Pearl. <laughs> and I just stayed here and I was like, bro, what's happening? But I was driving on the freeway, so I couldn't stop. So in my head, I was like, okay, there's two options. I'm going to blow up in this car. You thought that far? <laughs> and my car doesn't usually make a lot of sound. Or the other option I thought was, we're just going to stop. Like, the car is just going to stop and I'm just going to be in there. But car stuff stresses me out. Like when to change my oil, what to do with my tires. Like I, if there was one thing I wish I learned more, maybe from my dad or my brother, it was how to upkeep a car because Mm. usually I'm always asking like whoever around me knows about car, but it stresses me out because I personally feel like it can be dangerous if you're not taking care of your car. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the type of tardiness that I usually don't like to like, do so yeah car stuff stresses me the hell out um center of attention like you said but I think for me around like my close ones like friends family I don't like I'm very comfortable so whether or not I don't don't even mind that too yeah I'm I'm comfortable with that too yeah whether exactly but if I am thrown like for example at work there are certain situations where I'm like yeah I don't I don't like this attention and then to spin off of that I think a big one for me is like I'm very big on privacy (laughs) which is kind of ironic because we have a podcast now but I think that's even why I like the podcasting realm because it's not as invasive in your life as I don't know the other things um so Mm -hmm. for me if for example like i wake up one day and i realize like 20 people on like instagram follow me like i literally am one of those people where so my instagram is private but before i accept you like if i don't know you at all you have to have like mutual friends with people that i know so that way i know there's a a connection to us like you can't just be a random and like i let you into my world so that's one thing that stresses me out just Mm -hmm. losing 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 uh grip grasp of like my privacy just having someone just invading my life it's like bruh even things like identity that theft it it scares me out it's like no 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 Mm -hmm. i don't want someone to have that much access to my life yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so how would you say you handle stress okay so with me and handling stress i feel like there's some things that always typically work for me and there's some things that i'm like yeah maybe this wasn't a good idea so the first thing typically is like sleep try and sleep the second big one which honestly i don't know where i'll be without this thing is music and like dancing but i think they they, they correlate with one another like good music it doesn't even have to be like upbeat because obviously, typically from dancing, there has to be a rhythm to it. It doesn't have to be upbeat, but good music, any genre hits my soul. Specifically, I think Christian music does it for me, like heavy. Like if I'm the lowest of the lowest, like bawling my eyes out, just stressed out, mm-hmm. a good Christian song just uplifts my spirit. Um, 
So sleep, exercise, exercise is another big one, like just getting out. And usually for me, I'm working out. I always want to do the thing that I would feel like I'm dying. But after I'm done working out, it just, the endorphins are pumping in my, in my bloodstreams. Um, so yeah, intense workouts and then ultimately just being around people that I love, right? Like friends, family, but it's weird because I think for me, there is, depending on how stressed out I am, I can, um, retract. So there are times where I get very, very stressed and I just like pull myself away from people I withdraw. And it's not mm-hmm. even like an intentional thing. It's just how it's my coping mechanism. So I haven't been like that stressed out in a well, <laughs> who knows? Maybe I'm doing it. I don't know. But like typically when I'm stressed out, there are a lot of times or sometimes where I just like withdraw myself from people. However, I do know that spending time with people that I love. Um, uplifts me and just gets me out of that like stress cycle and talking about it with like people that I care about as well. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, number one, number one on my list would be talking with a trusted friend or, you know, trusted someone in my innermost circle, you know, and just venting and ranting. I mean, yeah. huge, I love ranting. I love didn't know this. Like, I could we go together. on. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge one for me, which is why I, I have very limited people in that circle and they have to be very trusted. So I tell them any and everything, you know, so that, that's a big deal for me. Uh, how else do I cope? I love music, good mm-hmm. music, music with, a message and sometimes it doesn't have to be but if i just want to like so again to your point sometimes i might just need to like i need an upbeat to get in like a happy mm-hmm. mode you know stuff like that some days normally can work that magic some days it can be <laughs> some days it can be johnny drill some <laughs> days it can be lana del rey some days it could be jay-z you know it just depends on what is going on at that point in time and how I want to feel, you know, mm-hmm. so different, d- different artists make me feel different ways. Um, how else do I um, cope with stress? I think I do a lot of, um, all I call it introspective thinking. So mm-hmm. explain if, yeah, if if I'm stressed about something, mm. I try to look at myself critically and make sure I'm not a contribution. I'm not a contributing factor to why I'm stressed. Mm. Like, if sometimes I think people stress about situations, and a huge part of the problem could be the person in question, you know. And you're stressing over something that you're a part of, you know. So I think I do a lot of I checks and balances for myself. So let's say I'm stressing about, uh, I don't know, give me an example of a random thing to stress about. Assignments. You know, assignments, right? So how did I get here and why am I stressed? Oh, Lamide, could you have done this? Mm-hmm. So, 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 so time earlier in the I week. love that so much, yeah. If the answer, you know, if the answer <laughs> is yes, you have to shut up, make sure that you 
you don't find yourself in this place again yeah, and again. find a way yeah. to, you know, overcome the current situation. I think yeah. sometimes, you know, that accountability gives me a, a sense of, uh, uh, I don't know what, I, I don't know the word. Like self-awareness, is that it? Yeah, self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. It gives me that sense of awareness that, mm-hmm. you know, you have to either do better or on some days where after doing that whole check, mm-hmm. I find out that I'm in good standing with myself and with my spirit. I'm like, okay, I'm back to ranting and getting angry about this shit, you know, because mm-hmm. I've covered my base, you know, and this is beyond my control. This is the world trying to yeah. be unfair to a fair person, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think those three points are, yeah. are, are for me how I handle it. And it's been successful so far. Sometimes yeah. they work, sometimes they don't work. But, you know, I'm guessing the whole point is to try. Yeah. And get I yourself. I love that. In. Tell me about a time where you think you handled stress way wrong, like way left, and you're just like, oh my no. God, such a wrong approach. I regret that, you know? Yeah. The first okay. one was college. Um, my final year of college, and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, where that was like the first opening to anxiety for me, right? And it, I never got it like clinically diagnosed. I per- personally self-diagnosed myself. So um, it was just a point where I found myself being very, very anxious and always on edge. Like It was kind of like, imagine always having to tiptoe like that's how I felt like always being on guard that's how I felt and Mm. I think the ways that I handled that wrongly was bottling a lot of things up and I felt like I, I, I bottled things up because either there was a lot of expectations around me and I just didn't know how to like come out and say hey guys those expectations that you have are actually detrimental to me. I love that you see so much potential in me, but putting that weight on me is actually not helping me. I wish I could have just come out and said that. That that That's one way I think I handled it wrong. The other reason why I felt like I was always on guard was because for some weird reason, there was this internal battle in my head where I was like, shut up, you have it good, don't complain. And I think that is so toxic. Because everyone has whatever they're going through. And I think no problem outweighs another. Obviously, there are some problems that have more gravity towards, you know, whatever the situation is, right? Like mm-hmm. health problems is very different from if I have a flat tire, right? However, in the moment, I'm stressed. Like you can't take away how I feel in the moment. And I think trying to undermine that internally, right? This was an internal mm, battle yeah. was not good for me because it was kind of like a my head needed to understand the emotions I was feeling, but I was stopping it. So I couldn't even like do a lot of Like you're personally processing. being dismissive of your own feelings. Exactly. Exactly. It was like compartmentalizing my own feelings. And that was so detrimental to me. Like I said, I was on guard for like, I just felt tense. Like that was a very, very, very tense point in my life. And I wish I handled it better. And now, now I know, and this is something that I tell myself and I tell my friends this, like if there was something I took out of that, it was like, feel your feelings. Like, your feelings are valid. And I don't necessarily think as human beings, we should let our emotions 
like control us because I think emotions are very fickle. But I, I do think we should always acknowledge our emotions and understand where they're coming from because that way you know how to process them. Well, at, at least for me, it helps when I know what I'm feeling so I know how to process it. And if it's processed to like, okay, yeah, Lade, you really need to get over yourself, that's processing rather than like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I, I'm not feeling that, right? So that that that's one instance. And, and the reason why was because with college, there was a lot of pressure of like, what are you doing next? I didn't know my next steps. I didn't know if I should take the offer I had, which I didn't really like. Like, where was I going to live? Am I going back to my parents' house? Am I staying on my own? How am I going to... Um, that was also the first time I, that was when I got my car and I didn't know a lot. Like mm-hmm. cars stressed me out, guys. <laughs> I didn't know a lot about cars. There was just a lot happening there. It was also graduation. There was a lot happening there. Yeah. Yeah. The second one, and I'm not going to go into specifics, was leaving a, a, a long-term relationship. The stress that this caused me, and it, it's one that like, if we're being honest, till today's day, I'm still like learning a lot from that situation. But mm-hmm. one thing I wish I I did differently there was for certain people, mm-hmm. I would say about two to three friends, maybe four, I laid it all out. Like I was super vulnerable. I was like honest as hell. Maybe not even four. I want to say two to three. I was super vulnerable, honest as hell. You see when I tell you that the maximum number is four, but carry no, on. No, but that, I think that's different though. And I don't agree. Even don't mind for those me, I'm just people, being naughty. Because <laughs> even for those people, I still wasn't completely vulnerable with them. And it's something that I didn't realize until like mm. later on. And whether or not I realized it, it was it was kind of a similar battle in my head where... I knew how I was feeling, but because I wasn't acknowledging my feelings completely to myself, I wasn't able to process it, right? And I remember mm-hmm. at the time, like, I was in a, in, in a point where I actually had a lot of love around me. Like, I was with my family. Um, there was so much joy around me. And everyone that was around me would have never knew that I was going through so much internally. And this is a battle that I've had with myself where it's like, I'm a, I'm a, I forget what they call it. Like when you have anxiety and stuff, you're, you can be a hyper, hyper function in person, or it might be called something else where like you're going through shit deep down, like inside of you, but you don't express it. And I don't know why I did that because it was detrimental to me because at the end of the day on my bed, I would literally be crying in the bathroom, weeping. And now like in hindsight, I'm like, why? Like, I could have easily expressed that. And I think the reason why I was doing that was because in my head, I was like, you're doing the most. You're being dramatic. Like, it, it, yeah. So if there's ways that I think I've handled stress in the past, it's it's undermining my feelings and um, compartmentalizing what I'm really feeling Mm-hmm. Instead of please don't do that again, you know. <laughs> yeah, acknowledging them and processing it's, it. It's important yeah. to acknowledge because imagine you are dating yourself, right? Yeah. And Lola de A refused to share with Lola de B mm-hmm. what Lola de A was going through. Yeah. Or Lola de B was dismissive of Lola Day's A's emotions when Lola Day A did share 
with Lolody B. You know, Lolody A will feel very all. So, you know, that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, really, that's how you feel about me, or that's how you feel about this or us or whatever. And, you know, I don't think Lolody A would handle it well, just the same way yeah. you talking to yourself yeah. to not be or to not accept those emotions really weighed you down in hindsight, you know, and all that. So it's yeah. not it's not good. Acknowledge your emotions, acknowledge yeah. your feelings. I think it's good to feel, you know. I think so like too. Like I always now. say, even amongst my my G's and my guys, there's nothing anyway, I have a very unique friendship circle. Mm-hmm. Even though we are guys and everything, we are very like at least my my OG man them, we understand the power of like uh emotions. Maybe mm-hmm. it's with maturity and everything and experiences in life, but like crying is not a weakness, you know, talking about your feelings is not a weakness for us, you know, stuff like that. There are just some really important things that one must accept and willing to talk through, you know to yeah. get over and yeah please don't do that again but yeah, yeah no. I, I i really agree with you you know really yeah for me uh well i would say maybe lashing out so mm. yeah and it might not be it's not a it's not a repetitive thing. It's not a frequent or common thing. But I think it's safe to say I I do have a temper that I don't like. And that temper is not, it's not useless kind of temper. <laughs> it's justified temper. And this is because I'm a thinker. And I'll try and break it down as much as possible. Mm-hmm, so because please. I'm a thinker, mm-hmm. I read in between the lines, I mm. analyze, I break down, I deconstruct, I I understand the meaning of words, so I'm careful with how I use them. Mm-hmm. I understand the meaning of emotion behind words, so I'm careful of how I show them, you know? And so when I get really hit with something or when I'm stressed or when I'm trying to if the kind of, if it's the kind of stress that leads me to the emotion of anger i may you know express that emotion to someone else totally undeserving of that emotion right and one second after like as soon as it leaves my mouth Although I'm still super careful of not to use like over the top, but like you just be wondering why is he like this to me? Mm-hmm. And sometimes this might be silent. So sometimes you think silence is a you know good thing. I could actually I think I've weaponized that to so many people before. And 
I I think that's my biggest weapon. Wait, are you are you like a silent treatment? I've actually all those things you're saying I haven't picked up on that. Are you like a silent treatment? That's what I'm saying. I don't use it often. It's not a common, but I'm just access. I'm assessing mm, my life in general, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know I think to a certain to a, to to a certain group of people, it's actually a good thing that. The biggest weapon in your arsenal is silence, right? But I'm highlighting what I'm trying to do now is highlight the bad mm-hmm. nature, or mm-hmm. you know, and I don't like it because, yeah, it's. I feel the person on the receiving end of that of my anger is totally undeserving. So I, I've discovered that I've lashed out to people around me who don't deserve that, you know, and I just they're receiving that because i'm stressed it's not a common thing again but i've i've discovered i've done that quite a few times and um yeah and a huge manner in which i did that was just to be quiet you know Mm. and again maybe not communicate properly what was going on with me or if i did want to communicate i yeah so take that back yeah yeah i see it mm-hmm. <laughs> now you see it. <laughs> yes now i see it i see the the silence one not the lash out one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah that's what i'm saying like the lashing out part mm-hmm. is silence for me i feel lashing out doesn't have to be with words sometimes sometimes you could lash out to someone with silence you know mm-hmm. because the impact is still the same you know what I mean? Like, if screaming at me makes me feel bad and keeping quiet and not saying anything to me makes me feel bad, both are weapons, right? Both are, both did the same, both had the same impact on me. So I would classify both as you lashing out at me or, you know, yeah. so, yeah, yeah, I think that's my... Those are the wrong things. But again, I haven't done that in a while. And it's not a frequent thing. But looking at my life in general, in total, I think that's 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 something I've noticed, you know. And yeah. Yeah. What would you say is like an advice that you would give a younger self, like based on what you've learned so far with like dealing with uh, stressful situations? I would say... You know, breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I would say communicate mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. often as possible to people mm-hmm. you can communicate with. You know, if it's to the people that are causing the stress, communicate in the most effective way you know how. Mm-hmm. Um, never be too hasty mm. to take action, you know. Oh my to, gosh. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Don't don't do it in a rush, you know. Take a minute. You know. Yeah, Yeah. I think those three. Those three. Yeah. I agree. I think And meditate, you know, meditation, stuff like that, you know. But yeah. That's it for me. Those four things I think. Yeah. I think for me it's processing, like whatever it is, if it's the stressor 
if it's your emotions, like whatever it is that's stressing you out, like process it to make sense of it. And like you said, I think be don't be hasty to lash out. Sometimes when we get in stressful situations, like where our emotions are heightened, so we're just reacting off of whatever that is. And mm-hmm. the following day you realize, oh, sure, I shouldn't have done that. So mm-hmm. processing, and for me, unfortunately, a lot of times, like whenever I'm processing something, I do need to do that in my own space. So like mm-hmm. I might pull away from people, but like you said, just communicate like, hey, um, I know there are times where like my friends who hit me up, like, hey, do you want to do this? And I'm like, I've had such a stressful day. If I come out today, I'm going to be a party pooper. So let me just stay home and sleep. <laughs> so like things like that. And, you know, obviously friends will understand. But I, I would rather say that than like, oh, lie about something. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So processing that, communicate, like you said. And um, advice for my younger self. I would say also, this is one thing that, I mean, as I've gotten older, I've learned, but mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask for help because mm-hmm. I can, yeah, I can't. I love that you said that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know my personality too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can tend to just be like a doer, doer, doer. And I'm not going to lie. It gives me excitement to like always have something to do and just be like busy and stimulated and all of that. But there are times when like I can't do shit by myself alone so just asking for help and I do like to collaborate with people so I think with me in the past not asking for help it was not because I didn't want to it was more so because I felt like I could do it all like I didn't need the help so nowadays I'm you know catching myself being like okay reach out ask for help use your resources so that's that's Mm -hmm. definitely an advice for myself yeah 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 we hope we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode we hope so um, too i hope it's so funny too. how this kind of i started off the episode with a very moderate tone and maybe again you must understand talking about these things helped me so see how my tone has kind of changed to calm that <laughs> day it Sorry, just tells you that i've been I've done therapy in a way just by talking and yeah, I feel a whole lot better to be honest. Yeah. We've got this. We're going to be hyped up. We're going to be fat. (laughs) Next week, we just need the weekend to rejuvenate yeah. you know <laughs> so thank you guys for rocking with us again for another week and another episode i'm lami day and my co-host is lala day we appreciate you we appreciate your time we appreciate the love and we want you to please subscribe rate like the podcast on all streaming platforms wherever you listen to this podcast and send us an email if you need to reach out to us anytime um yeah find us on social media on instagram and on twitter we are dog puzzle and we'll be here same time next week with something juicy for Mm y'all bye bye guys